While the world whizzes by, enjoy a moment of me time with Tim Horton's new $6 breakfast bundle. Savor a small hot or iced coffee. Then add your choice of a mouth-watering hot breakfast sandwich and a crispy golden hash brown and your pick of a classic donut. All for six bucks. All just for you. Make your mornings all about me time with our $6 breakfast bundle. Available at your neighborhood Tim Hortons. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The following series is outlandish, unapologetic, and uncut. Listener discretion is advised, but not enforced. How, how many you got in your band anyway, CM? Uh, it varies from time to time. Uh, you know, we, we call on kind of some uh, some underground vocalist from time to time and um i've definitely done some collabs with with dark 83 himself um with suge music um up there in jersey as well so and i have i have one vocalist that i use for kind of some eerie background kind of voices um who's actually in japan so we're kind of we're kind of worldwide kind of universe wide sometimes Oh, but that's what I'm, I like to I'm, Oh, sorry, but I didn't mean to cut in there for a minute. I was like, yeah, I like that. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I like to pull from, uh, you know, various places. Um, and I've used uh, sound samples from out in nature, too. I've got a field recorder. and But I end up doing all the mixing and editing down. So. <laughs> nice, nice. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, speaking of which, uh, I remember Boots and Pants, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there is a little small backstory about that. Um, There's a guy on my team who likes to go to techno shows, or used to, and he used to do the the whole scene, and he, he described it as Boots and Pants. And so I was like, well... I've got a pretty uh, endless creative mind and I made a track called boots and pants. And so I used his voice and um, yeah, he's now out there on Spotify. So <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome. And not only that, I think you used somebody else's voice that was in this room right now with you. Yes, indeed. Yeah. How can we forget that? That sound sample. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make, I'm going to make this fit. It's going to work. I have a explicit version that I didn't release. And then I have the edited for public consumption version that I did release. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, I can't wait to hear that Renegade version sometime. Like I said, you know, uh, there are times where I'm like, eh, j- it's jams. Let jams be unrated. Why not? Go on. <laughs> yeah. Unedited, sure. man. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, speaking of which, you know, uh, I want to tell you this before we dive into it Hangouts is actually unlimited. Oh, unlimited. it is. It's unedited. But yeah, I like unlimited better. oh man speaking of which though my dude we're ahead of the game here so okay fine we'll team up i'm j man and this is j360 hangout here on j360 radio When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a click away. Order online and pick up at your local store. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Hey there, ladies and gentlemen, how are you all doing? Welcome to another J360 Hangouts. I am your host, J-Man, of course, and this time I'm going to be chilling with a phenomenal guest. I've been meaning to get this person on this show for quite some time here. And you know what better way to make history, because we're all on the road to Jammiversary, believe it or not. It'll get here before you know it. One of the Jam fam is on here, and his name is Celestial Mollywop, best representative of of his whole genre, big fan, just great, just great all around person. Not to mention the people that he brought into the Jam Fam too. Brother, come on, Ed. Let everybody in the J360 Legion know what you're all about. Hey there, what's up, J360 Legion? This is the mind behind Celestia Mollywop. How are y'all tonight? It's good to be here with the man himself, Jay Brady. You know it, you know it, my dude. Ha! This is awesome. I've been looking forward to this. Like, man, you have no idea. I'm very excited about this one. And finally got you here. Oh, I love it when a plan comes together. So what's been new with you, my man? Like, what's been happening? What's going down? Well, so um, as the J360 fam knows, Invasion dropped March 11th. Um, I've, I went through quite a bit of personal, personal things in between um, my last album and this album. Um and since this is J360 unedited and this is this is me, um, I went through a very, very serious time in life uh, where I self-referred for some addiction problems that I was having. And um, the result of that was Invasion. So I have songs on there that I recorded when I was still pretty under the influence of alcohol, um, some drugs, and... Um, for some reason, I was able to write music before rehab, and then after rehab, I wrote the rest of the album. And so this album was kind of a crossroads in my life, if you will. And um, yeah, despite all the uh, the dark and heavy rehab and all that stuff, um, I was able to pull through and actually make some music that was actually pretty pretty good um, for a sober mind. I was worried about making music. Uh, sober because I used to use it as kind of a like a crutch when I would I would drink and make music it was kind of my my outlet and um so I, was, I actually stayed away from writing music for a couple months after rehab and then when I came back to it I was a little scared to make music um but the result was phenomenal f- for me and um I hope the rest of the world who listens to it can or listens to the interview can see maybe some of the some of the work that went into it or my progression anyway, so. Oh, I know I did, brother. I mean, because that stuff was on point. I love Invasion. I like to say that's on the list next to Medscapes in terms of favorite albums from you. You get one drift, my man? You are phenomenal, and not to mention the cult of personality that's around you. And I'm glad you recovered, man, because, you know, as I'm going about doing things and stuff, because uh, allegedly it's safe to travel now. So as I get out here, I hope to meet a lot of y'all in the Jam fam so we can go and put on some killer shows, and definitely you on it. Oh, well, that's much appreciated. And um, I know live shows have been – they've been brought up before. Um and um, with other disclosures on my end, I'm I'm in a kind of a top tier of the military, and with some diagnoses that, that came down, um, I'm going to be getting separated from the military. So I'm looking at the bright side. I could do some tours. I could show up in a city near you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to have lots of time on my hands too. So 
Man, that's going to be phenomenal. I can't wait, dude. Shoot, like I, I'm yeah. looking forward to a team up. I really am. Not that we don't have one right now, but more team ups. You get my drift? Oh, absolutely. Hey, absolutely. I see it. <laughs> oh, yes. I, oh, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I was going to say this, too, you know, because I know you're a Wolverine fan. I know you are. You know, remember, yes, when, Magne- remember when Magneto took all that uh, adamantium out of Wolverine in a comic book panel and stuff? I do. He was actually scared. Uh, you know, Wolverine was actually scared of going back in the danger room because he thought he didn't have claws anymore. And you know what freaking mm-hmm. happened, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brother had bone claws. Yep. He was twice as dangerous. I'm telling you that right yeah. now, dude. The fact that you actually recovered and came back like that, you are Wolverine, ain't you? <laughs> That's all there is to it. Logan Howlett, man, in the flesh. Sometimes you know? I, I can really associate with it, you know. Um yeah, he came back with his, uh, his his bone claws, and guess what? He's maybe even more lethal because of oh, what he went yes. through, you know? Oh, yes. And it didn't affect his mind like anything. He still had that strategic army-based mind, bro. Not to mention all the lives he lived. Yep. So, yeah, like, like right off the bat, it was good that you recovered like that. And not only that, it takes a strong will and determination to do so. So you always got my high regard and respect on that. And I'm glad you're still making music. Yeah, yeah, that that really, really means a lot to me, um, you know, because I'm not a lot of a lot of the people I surround myself with aren't huge, popular people. They're underground people who have a story to tell with their music and their lives. And that to me means means more than chasing a genre or, you know, chasing ratings or paying for your stuff to get on playlists um, I like the grassroots approach. It's much more rewarding, and you meet some really amazing people down here in this underground world. And me, even me being here right now with you is is super rewarding. Hey, thanks, so, man. Mm-hmm. Shoot, Absolutely. Like, that's what that's our job, man. We keep it alive. We shape the culture, right? Ain't got nothing to worry about with the manufactured mainstream over there. Hey, fuck that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a hole, bro. It's a yep. hole, bro. But what I yeah. want to do is is get a little bit of an origin here, my man. So uh, what started you out in creating music? Like, where did you get your beginning in the name Celestial Mollywop? I think that's what everybody really wants to know. Yeah, so I can start with the name of that project. Um, I was on, it was two deployments ago. I have a small Samsung tablet that, you know, it's about the size of a small notebook. And I downloaded FL Studio Mobile. Uh, because I'd heard the Stranger Things soundtrack. Um, I happened to come across Mega Drive's I Am The Program, which is, you know, it's got like 6 million views or something. Um, he's sitting there up on his throne, and I was listening to these synthwave songs that were, you know, retro-sounding. And I am I was born in 84, and um, so I have a little bit, bit of that in my blood already, um, mm-hmm. kind of the Blade vibes and... I was like, how are these people making music make it sound like they made it in the 80s with all these old synthesizers? And so I started doing my research, and I downloaded FL Studio, started messing around with some beats, and I let one of my friends on my team listen to some music. And he's like, so are you going to like make a band, and like a one-man band? And I was like, you know, I, I kind of want to make it sound, you know, spacey, space wave, um, and I kind of want to put the name Celestial in it. And he's like, well, damn, dude, it feels like my ears just got mollywopped by it. And I was like, there it is. 
celestial mollywop you know we're gonna we're gonna slap your ears from space so the mollywop from space that's how it came about um 2018 i think in the late fall so that's how the name came awesome yeah that is but, history uh, was made boy love that yeah um yeah and prior to that i i have been musical here and there my whole life i played uh piano i played a recorder i played clarinet i was in two bands i played drums and i played bass and actually did lead vocals for a band in oregon and we opened for some pretty pretty big shows up in portland and then i i was gone for music for for years and it wasn't until i picked up that tablet and made the search, which was the first album, and released it, and I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. Um, I mean, I did research as much as I could on how to get a distributor, but on that tablet, I just, I just kind of went with my ear. And it is, I will say, it's it's rough to listen to, but it's it's fun to watch the progression as the band has moved along through the years. So <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> Which actually lumps into my other question. Like, how many albums has Celestia and Molly Watt made over the years? So since, uh, let's see, it was May of 2019. Uh, that's when The Search came out. So since 2019, we've produced seven albums. All right. So, Lucky number, man. Seven. Yes. Seven <laughs> is the power number. You know it. Hey, I get this. Lucky Bastard Fever, right? Ah, I'll try to give you a title for another yeah. name. You know? <laughs> yeah. There we, there we go. I like it. Oh, man. Ain't nothing like that That triple seven shot. But then again, you know, I ain't trying to go ahead and talk about, like, you know, how to get more money. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I can save that for a book, like, when I'm old. But I love your story, man. It's just amazing, like, how all that stuff came together. And, you know, you got the ear, you got the skill set. And, you know, as we go into it, though, the album that we're going to be looking into, of course, is Invasion. So we got four tracks from Invasion happening tonight. And if any of y'all haven't heard Invasion, you're going to get a taste right now. And the first track we're going to look into is called One of One. Now, do you have a story behind this you want to share before we get into that? Um, kind of the song, I just, it kind of stood alone with the, with the patterns that I created. And it was just, it was just as it sounds, it was just, it was a, a one of one. It was kind of a, a one shot track. I didn't have to do a lot of back editing and, um, yeah, just the uniqueness of it to me. It was one of the first tracks I think that I put together where I, I wasn't pulling the rest of my hair out, just trying to organize everything and going into the master and then having to, you know, go back into the mixing process. It was just, it was one, one and done one and one. And, um, so I just named it one of one and it kind of set the tone for the rest of the album because with that one song, a lot of things just clicked. And, uh, me as a producer, uh, I started seeing things a lot more clear, like vision of how my, signature sound to be and so that was just kind of the the pace setter for the album which is one of one and off i went so yeah that's the story behind that one really <laughs> sweet 
Let's go ahead and give the audience a taste of it, because that's your track, ladies and gentlemen, One of One by Celestia Mollywob. Take it away.
Okay, that was one of one by Celestial Mollywop. Now he's one in it. We got three to go, but that was an awesome track, right? Way to set the pace for Invasion. And speaking of Celestial Mollywop, CM is right here with me. Hey, what's up, all everybody? <laughs> My man, this is going to be very amazing. By the way, I remember you telling me that you have some music videos happening soon, right? So, hey, talk to the audience about like uh, what you got going on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Um, so, the Red Queen Effect turned out to be um, a pretty good song. And um, I was approached by a friend of mine who does animations, and he asked if he could do an animation video for the red queen effect it happened to be his favorite song off the album and i said yeah hell yeah why not um so he's got a program and i've acted out all the scenes for the video and then i found a character that you can animate and i've done some rigging and animations before on blender um very very limited but the stuff that my my friend's going to do, Suge, he's he's been on the 360 show before with his music. He's going to be able to animate all my movements and use various characters for this for this video for the Red Queen effect. Um, it's in the works right now. Um, there will be posts on Instagram, and it'll probably be on his YouTube channel as well as as well as the Celestial Mollywop channel. So that's the um, the hot news on that track. Nice. Something to definitely look forward to. And I'm starting to think of some ideas myself. Don't don't worry, you can't see this right now, but I am stroking my beard right now and got that, you know, traditional uh, J-Man grin on my face. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Uh, I think we're two pretty uh, pretty creative guys. I'm sure we could do two complete spin-offs of of the same um of the same song. The the Red Queen effect is actually a I think it came out in 1973 and it was a it was a study in evolutionary biology and it's it it's pretty much darwinism um to sum it up it's pretty much survival of the fittest um it says that species have to constantly adapt in order to survive or they get killed off very true and so with that being in mind i've studied some evolutionary um genetics and biology and um it just kind of popped in my head one day when I was writing as things do. And then all of a sudden it became a song. So that with that theme of that uh, theory or postulation in mind, um, that is what the video will kind of portray, but I don't want to give away too many secrets. <laughs> oh, oh no, don't do that, man. I mean, you telling us yeah. enough right here to go ahead and keep the thing exciting. And plus we're going to let the song do the talking. Cause that's the next track happening right now. Coming up is The Red Queen Effect by Celestial Mollywop. Take it away.
that, ladies and gentlemen, was the Red Queen effect. Make sure you adapt to what the changes are and evolve like a Pokemon. Because if you don't, you left behind, punk-ass man. Unless you're one of that, that weird turtle one that doesn't evolve. And no, I ain't talking about Squirtle. Y'all know better. Get it right. Uh, speaking of which, though, Celestial Mollywop is still with me right here in the room, my man. Yeah, that was another awesome heavy hitter there. You did a great job on that Thank one. You Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And I know the Legion appreciates you too, brother. But you know what? There's a third one on here, and I would like for you to introduce it. But I got to say, man, what brought it on? Was it Fright Night? Come on. Was it? It, it might have been a little bit of Fright Night. My um, man. That's a classic. Yes, indeed. Um, there's quite a few influences on that song. Um, I do have some dark synth influences. Um, so, but I also have a World of Warcraft background. Um, I was ranked six on a 66,000 person server for my tanking. Um, I was very, very competitive. I am a nerd. And this particular track is named after a, a racial attribute for Death Knights, which is a, a, a um, a species that you can play or, um, sorry, a, I'm going to brain blank right now. Um, oh, it's a the type class of that you can play as class. I haven't, I quit almost 10 years ago. So <laughs> one of the yeah. Races, yeah, it got, it got too, uh, too easy. I was playing when it was hard mode. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah. By the time they did that one where they had Kung Fu pandas in there, it kind of got nerfed. Yeah, I know. I, Yep. Yeah, I yep. was hanging around so, too, man. I was the best level seven you ever could have. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was well, there, but Call of Duty was there too. So, you know, I had to take my picks. Yep. 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 Yeah, you got to <laughs> show some love here, show some love there. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I totally okay. understand where you're coming from. But you were for the Horde, right? Or were you for the Alliance? Oh, I was for the Horde, brother. God bless yes. you. Yes. Yes. Luck Gar. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love yep. being an orc, so, man. Fucking right. Yeah, we used to, on the old server, we would go and, like, do the the grand tour and raid all the Alliance cities, and that's all we did on that server. And we spent, um, this is kind of embarrassing, but we spent almost 14 hours, um, I think it was in Gurubashi, and it was this huge PvP battle that lasted all Thanksgiving weekend when all the other nerds had nothing else to do. And, um, yeah, we were the bane of their lives. And we were on the same server that crashed an in-game funeral for one of their people who actually, in real life, died. Oh, and, wow. um, yeah, they, they made a bunch of level one characters and were, like, all at this funeral. And the Horde came in and just killed all the characters during the funeral. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, on one end, it's that's really fucked up. But on the other hand, that's a memory to be made because you're for the Horde. Handling that business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, that's <laughs> totally something Yep, so. Um, yeah, Vampiric Blood just kind of came from my nerd background, and it's, it's a racial quality that's built into the Death Knight, and it steals life from your enemy. Um, and gives it back to you as a tank. It's a really valuable little little racial skill that not a lot of um, 
not a lot of characters um, or classes have that. And to throw back to the very first album of Celestial Molly Wap, there is a music video that I made that's called Touch of the Grave. And that is a racial quality of an undead character. And um, I included some screenshots of me fighting the Lich King in there and the exploits of my um, my monk tank that I absolutely loved and uh, went pretty far with those characters. So I decided to immortalize them in music. So, but to come back full circle with a fright night and uh, some mega drive influences. Um, yeah. I was kind of channeling all that in that, out in that song. So it's so beautiful, man. I would cry if I had <laughs> tear ducts. But you know the thing about it is, uh, since this is the third track of the evening, I always make it a tradition for the guests to present that third track. So, all you, brother, let me know when you're ready. This is Vampiric Blood by Celestial Mollywop. Prepare to be frightened.
Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back here on the J360 Hangouts. And that was Vampiric Blood by Celestial Mollywop. An awesome track, one of my favorites there. And you know, it's just like, all of a sudden I really feel like becoming a Belmont and slapping the shit out of Dracula. But first things first, let me bring my guests back in. Hey, Celestial Mollywop, come on back in, my dude. <laughs> hey, what's up? Not I'm much, here. man. I feel like becoming blade again. You know what? That's why I can't wear leather and shades anymore. I wore shades in that video, but I can't wear leather anymore because everybody was like, hey, Jay, nice blade cosplay. I'm like, I'm not blade, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> when I was around freaking downtown with a, with a boombox on your shoulder, dressed like blade, listening to vampiric blood, you could just totally embrace it. That would be badass, but like once again, you know, Wesley Snipes, man, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. he's a trendsetter and all, and, and God bless him, but I, I mm-hmm. was trying to be doing my own thing with the leather, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, it's like little things like that. Yep, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, yeah. there's supposed to be a new Blade movie coming. Oh, I had not heard that. Mashallah mm-hmm. uh, Ali's going to be playing as him. I think it's actually going to be pretty decent if they get everything right. Yeah, well, we'll see, you know, with the way movies go, sometimes you just kind of hope for the best, you know, and kind of expect them to kind of blow it out their ass sometimes. But, hey, it's a, you can always wait for the next reboot, like we said. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that had a lot of fight to it, didn't it? <laughs> like, things like that. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, man. Indeed. Cause, Cause I'm sitting there thinking that now I'm like, you know, Deadpool's rated R. I mean, why would you make Blade like? But I know they're probably going to push for that PG-13 rating because, well, <laughs> why not, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel you exactly. Yeah. I mean, can't have blood in the damn thing. Oh, that too much. Yep, too much gore and swearing. Oh God, no! What about the Christian values? There's a it's church in the rip- back. The yeah. kids! <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Is that probably why we couldn't get a... Actually, we did get a decent Spawn movie. I still think it's a little underrated. I thought the first time it was good, don't you? I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah you mentioned that, yeah. Because, yeah, that was a, a back-in-the-day movie that came out during kind of a good era of movies, I thought. So. Yeah, so, you know, 1997, and then Blade comes in 1998. So, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, I'm just still Thank waiting you. on that whole. Uh, actually, I can't say that the animated series was. You can't compare the animated series to the movie. <laughs> you can get away with a lot yeah. to animate it because that animated series was damn good. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, that was that was one of my faves too. Yeah, especially with Keith David as Spawn, and they brought him back from Mortal Kombat 11. You ever played that? Um, I don't think I played 11. Oh, dude, you got to get it. And if you do, let me know, because I think there's cross-play involved. I might, I might end up having to do that. Um, in the new house I'm getting built, I'm going to have kind of a little theater area. That would be the perfect place to do that. Good man. Hey, speaking of which, um, you know, we might as well go ahead and hit him with this last track and go ahead and wrap this great episode up, by the way. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Bonus track, incoming transmission from J360 Jams. Gravitational Behemoth from Celestial Mollywop. 
Well, now, that was Gravitational Behemoth from Celestial Mollywop, part of the Invasion album. Now that you gotten a taste, I know y'all want more of it. Lack to take that up, will ya? Go on ahead and check out his band camp so that you can go ahead and take a look at all of the albums. Like, you know, more money, more magic, show some support. But while we're on the subject here, once again, Celestial Mollywop, thanks for coming into this awesome hangout sesh tonight it's good to have you here do you have anything else you want to tell the j360 legion like where to find you like what next big hits are coming you know lay it all out man it's about you next up for celestia mollywop we have been recording in the studio um hot on the tail of the invasion album which released march 11th on all platforms um the new work is going to be a seven song set and um it will be released on all platforms additionally uh celestia mollywop and the epic dark synth wave master dark 83 have teamed up and we will be releasing releasing excuse me a four song ep in late spring or early summer so stay tuned on social media platforms for updates about that it's going to be monstrous uh, additionally, Celestia Mollywop will be using some string and drum and bass instruments um, later down the road, and those will be recorded live in the studio. And as we mentioned earlier, the two music videos that will be released soon will be for the Red Queen Effect and Addiction Waves. Stay tuned for that. Um, links where you can find our work is in our bio. Um, so on Instagram, we are at Celestia Mollywop Music, and there's a smart link, and just click on that, and those will direct you to YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes. So we look forward to hearing from your feedback out there. We love our fans, and um, if you haven't already, I mentioned it earlier, check out Space Force Music. Uh, they have a song called Robot Love, and the proceeds for that are going to Mental Health Awareness which um, Celestia Molly Wap and Dark 83, Jace 360, um, they've all been huge supporters in my personal recovery. And um, I'd like to shout out too to my counselors uh, in Texas, uh, Tammy and Corey, who were huge instrumental pieces in my recovery. Um, so with that, I'll let uh, Jay take back over. Once again, thanks for a phenomenal episode and showcasing your magic with everybody tonight. This was great, but you know, we got to go ahead and sign off, my dude. So I'm going to go ahead and let you guys know this. While you all know about the new stuff coming and everything, keep supporting the artists that come on Hangouts or on Jams and keep the whole thing going full circle. We got a lot of magic to share with you. And remember, we of the indie crowd shape the culture no matter what they try to tell you. That's what we're here for. So I want to go ahead and say that this is J-Man signing off along with Celestial Mollywob. I'll catch you all next time. Peace.